We found time, 6.51, Friday, December 18th, 2020. I'm here with Ethan McCullough, a.k.a. Drain Minds on Instagram, one half of Drain Minds. And uh, what's up, dude? Not much. Uh, I really appreciate you bringing me in here. It's like, yeah, no it's problem. awesome. First podcast to be on. Really enjoy it. Um, unfortunately, the second half, uh, Eggs, A-Y-G-Z, shout out Eggs. Shout out Eggs. Um, he couldn't be here due to snowstorm and yeah. his time restrictions. Yeah. But um, yeah, dude, it's great to be here. I'm really, really hyped to just kind of let people know yeah. about Drain Minds and what, even before Drain Minds, like what we've been doing like in the past, like we had yeah, a whole- for sure. It's been like how long? How long have we known each other for? At least high school, and at least probably high school. middle school. Has it been? We went to the same middle school. I don't yeah. know. We didn't really talk much in middle school, but oh yeah, yeah, I completely forgot about that. Honestly, middle school has been. Middle I school was honestly, like, I, middle school is is a complete blur. It's just, I don't. I it's don't think a, I remember anything in middle school. <laughs> it's just a blur of, <laughs> of, of body odor and axe. <laughs> but we were definitely in the same graphic design classes through high school. Oh yeah, sophomore through. sophomore through senior year Mm -hmm. um and yeah i mean i mean i got to see you grow you got to see me grow yeah and also when we both came in we probably weren't even necessarily knowing that that was like something we were going to continue to like explore at least the screen printing part of it like i took that class thinking it was like making computer graphics because that's I, what i thought i wanted to do i thought it was just like uh i i thought it was i knew it was was serigraphy but i didn't know if it was like an actual like thing i more yeah. along the lines was everyone was telling me take this class if you want to yeah, pass yeah, yeah. easy a yeah 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 for sure and then doan was it's just a, it's such a fun a class awesome can, yeah guy. yeah for sure that we'll, we'll talk about doan for sure but uh yeah. we've we i mean we've already had a day you've been here since yeah. three printing stuff up What's um, it's like six, six seven o'clock right yeah now. i've been here for a couple hours so we yeah. we um during the early quarantine like lo- first lockdown mm-hmm. met up again and you were working out of here for a little bit printing yeah, stuff over the summer yeah and then um yeah and then and then we're coming back today you had some some stuff to print you want to show us some yeah some yeah things you got sure. going on today so um specifically uh this right here this is like a pocket like this will be right. like so it's a circular pocket yeah, yeah yeah um there this is like just half of it like there's two backs like two circles okay like boom that's like 3d and then what you have is there's um a half strip that's like a rectangular strip okay. and that's downstairs with all the rest of the prints i wasn't able to like get it out because it was already like piled and organized right and that'll like like fold it like yeah so yeah you sew it inside out specifically so then you can pull it out. it's a kind of like a kind of like explain it it's more like a like you like have an inside out t-shirt you pull it out and it turns into the thing it's supposed to be right um if you sew you you would understand it's like it's yeah. like really a really interesting thing but as i was saying there's one strip that goes right here and it's uh it covers like the whole thing and then there's another two strips that cover here but they're half the length of this strip okay. this big strip and then you sew the the zipper in the middle so then it's just like there's a zipper side and then there's a side that it's fully it. fully yeah sewn. that's cool yeah and then we did a lot of uh I, i'm really big into um the dot the bitmap and the dot pattern lately yeah. i really love Absolutely. that it's just yeah. like such like a i don't even know the the verbal explaining of it of how it's such like a very cool aesthetic yeah 
Yeah, it's it's super like printerly. I feel like is what they would call it. Like printerly, definitely. It's like um, I, I really like it because I I use a lot of really tight mesh scales to get photos on tees because one of the things that's difficult is like if you have a fully toned image there's a ton of detail and so to get all of that on the t-shirt you either need a ton of colors or a full process or you use kind of a cheaper uh heat transfer image kind of thing yeah or but, dtg yeah if but you have it fortunately but with the with the dot scale images you can still get really really high quality images they just aren't full tone range yeah and you can get them with one simple, you know, 230 mesh screen yeah. or something like that. It's crazy. And then the 230 mesh screens aren't that expensive either. No. And compared to a regular screen, it's like a couple bucks. Yeah. More. No. Yeah. The, the funny thing is it's more expensive to buy a 230 mesh screen than the actual screen printing ink. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. That's just, yeah. that's just so funny to me. Yeah. And, and you think like, cause screen print, I don't know what the analogy is, but the screens itself, like it's in the name screen printing. So you assume it that it's like the key item. Yeah. It really is like this kind of disposable, renewable thing where like yeah. they last, they're somewhat durable. Like they'll last you for probably 50 to 100 prints if you want yeah. to like, like re-emulsify them, take them if off. If you take good like care that. of it. If you take good care <laughs> of it. But um, they're also $25. Yeah. Like, in most places, you can get them a couple bucks cheaper, or if they're like a two thirty, might yeah. be close to thirty dollars. If you're if you're a really big company, the bulk discount. But yeah, yeah. No one's doing that super at cheap. our age. I hope, but um. But one of the things that you're also doing that is really interesting to me, and this is something I want to get into, is um, pattern printing. Mm-hmm. Like you're you're printing, and not not necessarily that they're patterns that people think of like repeating patterns, like yeah. It's, one thing over and over again, like a like a Gucci bag or like some other designer who does like pattern printing. But you're doing is cut and sew. So you have the flat object printing over it. And then when you sew that, it'll wrap around an arm or mm-hmm. cover a pocket and stuff like that. But yeah. that opens so many more doors to like, you know, really creating the garment that you're wearing too, where I'm mostly doing on top of an already existing garment. Yeah. Printing. It's a, it's really, it's an interesting thing. Cause I've never really like thought about it really until now. It's like, it's really just adding a lot of texture to it. Yeah. And as you said, it's not like a repeating pattern. Yeah. It's just me like finding something that I really enjoy. Like for example, I was down in the South and I took this photo mm-hmm. and then I went to Photoshop and I threshold it for like a very vector look. And then I yeah. bitmapped it for the light. Like it held onto all the shadows and stuff. Right. Which I loved. Cause like. It's actually like holds dimension, which is really cool. And it's just, and you don't even notice because if you look at it, there are dots here, but like that, mm-hmm. like the eye doesn't really like look at it. Like you'd have to actually like be told, oh, there are dots to like show definition shadows. Yeah. From, from a, like a normal, you know, socially distant six feet, you're, you, <laughs> you see, you see it as just like a forest of trees in, yeah. in black and white. And, you know, I was looking at some of the stuff you were doing too, like, and even some of your sketches we can check out, but like yeah. you, you have these like uh full shirts or full pants and the, the pattern itself, like when it wraps around becomes really cool. Cause like sometimes the tree is like going this way, sometimes it's going mm-hmm. this way. Like it adds so much more to what can be, what is by definition, a simple print. It's just one color bit mapped, but by putting it on so many different stuff and wrapping it around, it, it makes, makes it so cool. much more, yeah. like you said, like textured and like, like, yeah dynamic yeah it really it changes the whole thing around um i i really like it because it's like and specifically with this type of printing um i don't know if there's like a name that you can call it but 
I I just kind of go in like very like uh, no direction, just kind of printing. Yeah. And um, it's like very off the top of your head, very genuine print. There's yeah. no registration, just print, and hopefully like you just make sure that it all flows together. Yeah, yeah, and that's and that's where we kind of differ, but I I love it because yeah. you've pushed me to do more stuff like that, mm-hmm. and like it's. Because, you know, when I'm doing client work, there is an expectation of registration, expectation yeah. that it's going to be reproducible and all look pretty much the same. And, and I'm way more particular about the way things look than most of my clients are. Most of them are mm-hmm. like, that looks great. I'm like, no, it's actually off registration a millimeter to the left. And you can see because these hairlines yeah. and stuff like that. But they're like, you know, they're like, that's fine. But to me, I love looking at your stuff because it, you have an intentionalness to that. Like mm-hmm. you do prints where it just comes out and like this one half looks completely different than the other half and might look different than the next print. But because you're doing one of a kind things and one of ones, it adds to it rather than subtracting where I put out a product line of 20 shirts and some of them look different than other ones. Unless it's intentional, Yeah, it looks like I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah, I, I really uh, I really like that because, um, I mean, I, I've looked at your stuff too and it's inspired me to like give more attention look to it. Yeah. There's, um, it's just really something about like my personality has been like throughout the years is just like go with it. And if, yeah. you, if you enjoy it, you just go with it. And um, I've been trying to like, find a balance specifically right now uh-huh. which is why i've been starting to like kind of look into the technical things of uh, yeah of like specifically sewing technical uh-huh. because i feel like i can screen print pretty so pretty good pretty well yeah. I, I, i'm not i wouldn't say i'm like advanced i know the technicalness of it but i wouldn't say like i feel like you're an advanced screen printer i i yeah just just because i'm very particular with trying to make sure yeah. i can reproduce shit exactly yeah. and it's really impressive the, the way you, you do it especially the uh the embroidery uh not even uh screen printing just embroidery as well yeah. like the whole around the, the system is just really well done yeah it's it's taken a while but we're, we're pretty much there yeah with embroidery i remember right. when i came in and oh yeah, yeah it was insane oh that's true yeah just around the same time you came in for the first lockdown is when i got like my first machine like i remember we were in the same yeah. i was like because i was telling you about all the problems i had with the one that we both have the the brother four by four seven yeah 65 <laughs> or something whatever it is but um the only my problem was was like it's so small and it takes so long like mm-hmm. it took so long to do a simple design and it didn't even hold like these perfect lines yeah and little did i know i didn't know dick about <laughs> embroidery and there was so many file relate like embroidery just like screen printing is all about the setup yeah it's rather than like the <clears throat> end motion like we were talking about this earlier like anybody can screen print Mm -hmm. you can teach anybody the the physical ability of screen printing it's really thinking about like in in even like the sketchbook way like where is this gonna where is this gonna go when i start it here like if i set it up with this kind of design or this kind of embroidery what product am i going to get at the end you know what i mean yeah is especially as you said with embroidery like it's um people think you just press a button and it's like yeah. boop done yeah and it just goes yeah no it is there's so many trial and error the yeah. tension of the the like string the, the thread yep. thread type yeah uh, oh my god like like even like embroidery thread comparably to like sewing thread is yeah. just so different ballpark or even different types of embroidery thread like you're there, using this one that I brand i didn't even know there thing. were different types of embroidery thread see there's there's so many things any and most of it like it can be it can be so overwhelming too, like where there's a there's 
honestly an infinite amount of things you could do with screen printing mm-hmm. just inside screen printing just inside embroider another infinite amount of things so you're talking about infinity on infinity possibilities when you bring those yeah. two things together and then when you add something like cut and sew it becomes even more infinite and so like you almost got to think about like what is important to you like what works for you because like certain people like to use certain threads just because their machine seems to like it like mm-hmm. they use they use one yeah. brand of thread because their machine likes that thread and they don't want to try anything else because <laughs> it could be different. Like it's like a it's like a person. It has yeah. feelings. It, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, sometimes it just little quirks like yeah. that. It always does. So yeah. some some days that my brother will just be like, oh, I am not doing this, and yeah. other days they will just do it. Yeah, it's so ridiculous sometimes. Yeah, and I've I again thank you for for bringing me into embroidery too because yeah. I saw shit you were doing and I was like I was like oh I really want to get into that but. I don't think it's, I don't think I know how to do it. And then I like tried it and I was like, well, I don't know how to do it, but it seems like I could do something with this. And then, you know, within a couple of months, I went from doing these tiny little patches that was the only thing I could get to work. I remember you doing the the peas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's little pea patches. (laughs) Those are the only things, there's like the only things I could do. You were so aggravated by just like the the stitching and the depth of the stitching. You were like, like, I can't believe that it's just like off by that one inch. And I was like, and then I remember like, um, well, you might have been using a different software at one point, or was yeah, it the same? I was using the SE. Um, yeah, I was using PE Design. PE 10. Designs, yeah, yeah, exactly. From from eBay, we yeah. both bought the same. <laughs> yeah, it was like three dollars on eBay. Yeah, and it's which the weird thing is, it's made for that thing, that brother machine. Yeah, but it just is so bad. Like so bad. This is another thing. We're gonna we're soon going to be coming out with a line of tutorials about how we specifically do things that's awesome you know like I, i've been looking at a lot of um because i'm hugely inspired by chinatown market and just like their entire brand their oh, yeah. creator their stuff is so cool all their stuff like and they do a lot of those kind of things too and like i think it's even important just like um to see how different people do things you know what mm-hmm. i mean like because there's not one way to screen print like the way we screen printed in high school is different than the way I do now yeah and it's probably different than the way you do now too yeah it's a whole different ballpark but at the same time it's it's all you know I could still step back into that space and yeah be able to use it's it. definitely all relative to the person yeah like the other the, the, the artist yeah or the space or the yeah. budget or the whatever right yeah. like it's it's there's so many just like different like uh, things that affect it yeah which is a really cool um it's a really cool thing that like this is all we were talking about earlier, like how streetwear is kind of like the thing now. Like it's mm-hmm. it's the art form where like it used to be rock and roll, it used to be music, it used to be yeah. before that it was like artists and like fine arts and stuff yeah. was like the cutting edge thing. And now it's really streetwear where you have all these people, like so many different artists making stuff from California to here to oh my God, Japan everywhere. to everywhere. Everyone wants to be an artist. Yeah. Especially one that makes clothes. Yeah. Yeah. That's the coolest thing ever. I'm a, I'm a fashion designer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the coolest thing to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. I remember or I was, I'm a creative creative yeah. director. I remember when I was, um, I went down to uh, Miami for Art Basel mm-hmm. and uh, I had like a little show and we had like a little like venue area and then uh, offside other days we had like, just like we go on the street and we like sell stuff. But yeah. I remember the number one thing I would say to people was, I'm a fashion designer. <laughs> yeah. I'm a fashion designer. I'd say it over and over and over to people and I realized... People don't care. No, they don't. <laughs> they no. don't care at all. 
No. They just they want to they want to hear about something different because I feel like yeah every day people get the same thing of like oh I have a clothing business or I have I, I'm starting this starting that yeah. like, it happens all the time what make what differentiates you from from the other competitors really a hundred percent and I think it's all about the individuality of it like like uh and and i don't know i've been talking to some other people about like uh how those brands that we know became popular too like there's a there's a video on youtube from um i want to say complex but it's it's uh of bobby hundreds and he's talking about how the hundreds got started i remember that and i was like and uh so he the hundreds is this well-known probably like it's like second generation after like Stussy and yeah. Bape, but it's still like pretty early streetwear, really mm-hmm. popular, still important now because of the longevity that they've had. Yeah, they're um, definitely with Stussy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And but he was like, so the story is he, he, um, he had all these clothes, and he wanted to do this clothing line with this buddy that he had met in college, and, um they went to stores like like popular clothing stores in LA, like really trendy mm-hmm. stores, like ones that would sell like stuff you saw that was just on the runway. And he went in and was like, you guys don't have, ba- or you don't have hundreds here. Yeah. And they were like, what do you mean? And they're like, I have all this hundred stuff you need it in your store. It's really, really cool. And they yeah. were like, and this is before the hundreds was even yeah. known. They were like, we don't know what that is. No, <laughs> nobody's ever heard of that. And he was like, he was like, what do you mean? Hundreds is like the biggest thing. And yeah. they were like, no, it's not. And he was like, "Look, just take this stuff, and I'll come pick it up in a week. If it's not, if it's sold by then, I can. I'm going to supply your store with more stuff." And they're mm-hmm. like, "All right, dude, just leave. Like, whatever. We'll take the stuff." Yeah. So then he sent his buddies in. He sent a bunch of his friends in. They bought all of the items. Yeah. <laughs> and then came back to the store owner, and the store owner was like, "Oh shit, this is a big thing. I uh, will take a hundred shirts more. We'll have to get a hundred more items." So crazy. And it's just completely manufactured hype. But it mm-hmm. started that snowball, and he did that in a couple of different stores. And then all of a sudden, all around the city, people were like, "Oh, did you hear about the hundreds? Did you hear about the hundreds? Like, yeah. he's wearing a hundred shirt." Like, and it, it's so amazing that like, based on no artistic talent, no merit in the design, nothing like that, <laughs> just based on getting your friends to like something and pass it on, he had he gained yeah. success. It's I love it the the way he marketed it and the, his, yeah. his his uh, scheme. I remember there was. There was something he did after that in the, the video he was talking about. I, I don't quite remember what he was saying, but I remember he did that to start it, and then he did something else to get into other stores as well. Like I can't, I can't remember for sure. Yeah, I can't remember either. I, it, it's a great video. Anybody should go, video should so go much. check it out. And there's a bunch of, uh, it's like a whole series I think that they do. But yeah. kind of thinking about that kind of stuff because, like, you know, as much as we are interested in the art of it. There's also like the sales aspect of it and people are variable degrees interested in selling stuff. Like I'm not particularly like by any means necessary, I want to sell Philicana stuff because I think that if I try to by any means necessary, it's going to become watered down and be going to come mainstream and I'm going to end up making Wawa John t-shirts and it's going to be lame as shit. And I'm going to be like, I don't care about this anymore. This thing is stupid get rid of it but i I don't i but i also want to see it grow to the point where i can make shit that's maybe with the with the companies i'm talking about or 
that gets noticed by the companies I'm talking about or that people who are relevant in the culture of Philadelphia see and recognize as something. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I know exactly what you mean. I think it's based off of like what I, I always look at it like if someone uh if some people aren't buying a product, I just kinda look at it as like these people aren't suited for it. Like right. you don't want people that are just wearing like Philicana stuff because yeah. they're from Philadelphia or maybe you do. But I, I somewhat but I, I think that it'd be cool if people just like actually they're actually like they understand the concept yeah. Yeah. and they like it. And that's why they buy it. And I think I think it's um I've I've been talking with some people and they our, our plan is hopefully to reach because I think there's like a early adopter creative counterculture people that would be interested in it because of the art behind it, because of the yeah. ideas behind it. But then what inevitably happens is people see those cool people wearing something and yeah. then they wear it. It's the Supreme effect, right? Where oh, yeah. anybody wears Supreme, <laughs> but it's not, they're not wearing it because it's a straight uh, skate brand from california they're wearing it because it's supreme yeah you know what I mean? yeah so i think the hype is inevitable if you have success with the smaller communities so i want to target towards those people really to yeah get them into the clothes you know i, what I think mean? that one thing that you've been really doing well particularly is the packaging and yeah i think that's 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 the like i like the the graphics i like the t-shirts i like like because you it's not like oh i just picked up a gildan and i'm like printing on right. it yeah, you're like yeah. you actually select like the nice brand t-shirts yeah. that are like they're comfortable like they're not gonna like rip because like sometimes you'll get yeah. like a hundred gildans and one of them is gonna have like a side seam that's yeah, like just split. a little yeah it's yeah. not it's not good but yeah you actually like you like everything is like all put together well. It's not like right. you're like because like I remember in the beginning of my career, I used to like ship um, my clothing in like just like a USPS uh, like a simple envelope. Right. Just that the clothing in there, just that. Yeah. And now I'm like, all right, I'm purchasing packaging that's got my logo on it. Mm-hmm. And then for every single purchase, I always write a hand wrote letter. Yeah. And stuff. With that's it. a great touch. Yeah. It's like it's amazing. Yeah. And. Um, it's just like changes so much. Yeah, I Especially mean, especially with your your rapper with the the hoagie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the most. I I was so like just like impressed by that because number one, it wasn't like oh I just purchased like um the paper and it had the the stuff on it. You yeah. actually screen printed that on actually there. Actually made it. Yeah, and you had to figure out the process and all that. It was it was incredible just to see. Yeah, and that and that all comes from inspiration of like Johnny Cupcakes and stuff, and the way that they, or even Shepard Fairey, the way he would market yeah, shit. Shepard Fairey is amazing. Like they, they're like, and to me, we've talked about this back on the um, the Philly Blunts podcast, but like, I am not interested necessarily in like selling clothing as much as I'm interested in selling the ideas that those clothing embody. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like I'm more interested in selling the feeling of the luckiness of winning a scratch off ticket, but delivering a t-shirt on the other end or, yeah. or delivering on what a cheesesteak, it feels like to go to a cheesesteak place, get a cheesesteak, take it out to your car and eat it. But it's a t-shirt. Yeah, it's you know so what I mean? Cool. So like I'm trying to distill these different parts of Philadelphia and then package them in a way that, accomplishes the that has the follow-through you know what i mean like it, mm-hmm. it puts all the weight behind the punch so that you get the whole experience yeah i totally get that when you when you um when you approach a new idea because you you do a lot of different projects like i said you do you, you primarily only do one-offs right yeah primarily i mean there are sometimes people come to me and say i like this but it's not my size and i say can yes. you can you remake yeah, of it of course yeah and i always i like 
I, I would like more people to, like, come to me and ask for, like, stuff like that. Like, because, yeah. like, I do one-offs, but I also can remake something yeah. to be, like, fitting. And in my personal opinion, that's just another one-off. Yeah. 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 I mean, but I, I really appreciate, like, I, like, the first time, because there was, like, a gap of probably, like, a year and a half between when we graduated high school and when I found your Instagram account. Yeah. And found, haha, um, <laughs> your Instagram account, but... I was like, I remember finding it and like legitimately looking through it and being like, oh shit, that's interesting because of this, like, because yeah. he printed it this way or because of the placements like this, or I wonder how he did that. Like, I appreciate that in it because I, kn and I know this from watching your stories and stuff too. Like yeah. your process is very like, like, like diligent. Like you're working on these for a while. Mm -hmm. You're putting things together. You're writing out sketches, bringing whole ideas together. Like. I appreciate that because a lot of people will just be like, I want to have a clothing brand. Let me just make a bunch of clothes or have somebody else print my clothes or something like yeah. that. Or have somebody else, even worse, because you can have somebody <laughs> else print your stuff, but have somebody else come up with the idea oh for what you're going to have printed <laughs> for your brand. Like that's the, that's the most disconnected. Scary hours. That's the most disconnected from your audience you could be yeah, like that is the scariest thing to see it's like yeah well, is it yours or is it the person who made the whole thing like who's yeah. holding your hand the whole time yeah but yeah i i really like i really i think we both have the same mentality of like we're doing it all by ourselves true like it's like i don't want anyone to be like yeah. finagling with my my own personal business right. I like, like if i make a mistake i feel more comfortable that i made the mistake because at least i'll be learning from it yeah like, instead of like someone printing a shirt and then they they're like oh they messed something up but then yeah I, i'm not gonna figure out how to do that i mean since since we're since i'm gearing up for my uh my war on higher education yeah i'll bring up our conversation that we were having before because i was telling i was telling sean this up here too because i we had a we had a critique in school and let's just say me and Sean aren't that happy about it, but we won't go into the details of that but i'd be happy about it either but me and sean <laughs> were me and sean were talking about how um how school is uh whenever you give something up to school like it like we are doing theses and you know obviously this big project that i'm always working on is filicana so the mm -hmm. obvious thing to do would be to bring that to school and propose that as my thesis yeah. i've already been working on it for a year and a half two years if you count all the designing i did beforehand mm -hmm. i would have had such a head start in creating something that was really good but whenever you give it up to this school system it's going to get filtered and distorted by the people whose opinions you need to acquire you need to make sure that your teacher likes it enough to pass you you need to make sure your teacher thinks that you're doing enough work on it even though you think hey this what i did here is good it's done mm -hmm. it's it's what it needs to be and we were talking about that too like sometimes things can just be what they are and you can be done with them and they can be they don't need to be perfect or they don't need to be improved. They mm -hmm. can just be the thing you thought of and it's there now. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like the painter that uh, finished the, the painting and they're like, oh, that one last touch and they just yeah. ruin it. They ruin it. Yeah. yeah. It's or they, or they, yeah, or they think, oh, this is great, but this person I know, this critic won't love it unless I go the extra mile. Yeah. And it's like, no, you just overcomplicated an idea that was near perfect in search of something Literally. that was perfect perfect yeah you know it's, I mean? it's it's uh it falls along the lines of like why would you make something for someone else unless you're commissioned like yeah it's like yeah. you're making something for yourself almost mostly yeah and like that's what 
the audience likes like yeah whether you like it or not that's like a that's a scientific fact like yeah i or not scientific i just feel like it's more of long lines like that's like an actual like genuine way to make things like when you start like making things for a certain like niche of people like it's cool and all like you might have your style but like you should be making things for yourself that's how i started i was like i don't like the clothing i'm buying so i need to make it (laughs) yeah and and this is not to say that we are um completely against the ideas of others like you have a partner i have sean as well as josh as well as my dad who i run stuff through as well as all the other people who are in our group chat filters you justin like there's a ton of people who i put work out to and i go like i'll send you stuff and be like hey i did this what do you think about it yeah because i know you're willing to give me something where it's like oh, I don't know if this works, I don't know if that works. And I'm like, okay, cool, thank you. And then I'll go and I'll think about it and rework stuff. Like, So yeah. it's not that we're like, we're making shit for ourselves, but we also realize that we're not like yeah. these these perfect beings who create perfect work all the time. You know what I mean? Yeah, well, it also falls in line of like, take everything with a grain of salt. Yeah. Because yeah, like, yeah. I'll, I'll tell my friend, uh, my partner, eggs some stuff and he'll be like, I don't like that at all. And I'm just like still sticking to my gut of, yeah. I want to do this, but I'll take like some of what he's saying and I'll like, I'll think it through and I'll be like, okay, I'll, I'll find my own perfect uh, recipe yeah. or balance. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I think it's, I think it's really a really special time to cr- be creating this kind of stuff too. I'm, yeah. I'm appreciative that we are where we are. It's awesome. Cause we all, it's like, we have a, a group of uh, artists and creatives that you can just send things to. Yeah. Um, but it's like, not like, like, like a group, like, like G unit. Like yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah we're not G-unit. a collective. It's just, it's just, yeah. And, and I'm interested in growing that as much as possible. Like that's part of, that's part of the found something better than school idea and essay and stuff is like, yeah. I'm also interested in bringing other people in because I, I firmly believe that there is not a scarcity of anything that is creative like Mm -hmm. there are more ideas to be had there's more t-shirts to be made there's more music to be put out like in the creative space we're only limited by the amount of time we put into whatever we're doing like yeah i have so many ideas that may may never see the light of day just because more just because better ideas come in and and take up my mind you know what i mean like exactly mean so i i think like the more the merrier there's no competitiveness other than like if you do something cool and I want to do it, I'm all, like I see you do cool yeah. embroidery. I'm like, well, I want to do that. Yeah. Like, so let, <laughs> let me get the machine. Let me do my own embroidery thing, and then I like see, oh, you're doing cut and sew. Oh, I want to do cut and sew sometimes. Yeah. Like, you know, what I mean, like, it's it's, it's not competitive. It's but it's is like still yeah. cooperative. You know, what I mean? think that it is a good because like me and eggs do the same exact thing. Like. It's a it's competitive, but it's also uh, good. Like it's good for each other. Cause, yeah. Um, it's like we push each other to like the limits where, uh, like, I don't know. For example, I'll look at some of his illustrations and be like, I don't like this, and then he'll he'll get upset by that. Yeah. And then uh, he'll make something using that emotion of anger. Yeah. And then I'll be like, Whoa, this is amazing! I love this. Oh, dude, Sean. Sean will tell me hard facts, and I'll just flip out. I'll just be like, <laughs> so hard. And then like twenty minutes later, I'll be like, oh, What if I do this? And he's like, Yeah, okay. Yeah. Like you know, because it's like that's it. It's we're we're personally attached to the thing we created but at the same time there's people around us whose opinions we trust and actually understand that they're probably right most of the time they matter yeah and so we then incorporate that into what we're doing and it helps you get there but also i get 
very mad. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, I think that's part of the process. I think if you're not getting mad at this stage <laughs> of life, you're, you're doing something wrong. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I, like, will go through so many just different phases of emotions yeah that like i don't even talk about like i remember the other day i was just freaking out about like uh it was like i cut uh, a pattern piece and there was like an edge of it that was missing and i was like do i cut another one or do i just let it go i'm just standing there looking at this piece of fabric that's on the floor and i'm just like i i need to take a break (laughs) i'm thinking about this way too much yeah yeah and and like it's tough too because we're both working in, um, like I assume, and I don't, I don't, you can tell me if you're wrong, I'm wrong, but um, I assume your goal is to put out more work than you are right now. Like you want to keep putting out more and better stuff. Yeah. So that's it. What it is for me too. But then sometimes you get stuck in the weeds, and it's something that is so insignificant, but because you know it's not right you feel the need to make it right, even if it means spending way more time than is important to that yeah. thing, which gets you away from your goal. So you know? I, I have a perfect example for that. Okay. So uh, with, with pants, there is a, behind the whole entire zipper of your pants, there's a thing that it's called the zipper fly. Okay. And yeah, okay. It, it makes sure that your zipper doesn't get stuck um, on like specifically the thing behind. <laughs> right, 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 right. <laughs> and, um, I'm sure there's a lot of movies about that, <laughs> but um, th- like I remember spending at least a whole like 10 to 13 hours trying to get the perfect like layout of the zipper fly so that the zipper is right on the edge of the zipper fly. Uh-huh. And I realized at the end of the day, I was like, it's not that deep. <laughs> it's not, doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't matter. As it's, long as it doesn't get stuck on your balls, you're fine. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's, I, I think most of the time it's that, that kind of stuff is bad. But also, I'm the kind of person who I, I like to, um, I like to whenever possible set up a system that allows me to do shit really well, mm-hmm. if, even if that means I have to put way more time into it than if I were to just start getting going. Like that's what happened with embroidery. That's what happened with screen printing. That's what happened is happening right now with tie dye and dyeing. Where yeah. like I can make that shit. But I'm not going and screaming it from the rooftops that I do embroidery, I do tie-dyeing yeah. until it's like to the point where it's like I, I believe in myself. I can get this shit done yeah. correct and I, not I see that. and not like Especially since you got the around. big boy embroidery machine. Yeah. When you're throwing around, when you're throwing around <laughs> a lot of money and investments, you don't want to just be like going. But I do like to jump into new shit too, though. Yeah. Like, no, that's the good I thing I like not knowing how to do shit sometimes yeah i feel like that's been uh you've been doing better with that of just yeah. the, the uh act of of just uh, a very loose like process of there is no outcome that you're predicting it's just yeah. like it comes out the way it comes out and like those tie-dye shirts were really cool yeah yeah they're really fun it must have been it must have been a really great feeling to to do it it was and like tie-dye is so cool because it even if you have an expectation of what you want it to be and it doesn't come out the way you want it to, it still looks great. Mm -hmm. And that's something in printing, screen printing especially, (laughs) is not like that at all. It doesn't work like that. (laughs) If you really want it to come out a way and it comes out a a different way, you are just frustrated because you just spent three days trying to get it to look right. Whereas with tie-dye, you probably spent 24 hours. It still looks dope. It still works for whatever you're using it for. And, you know. Plus, like, you can always, like, buy another white T-shirt. Yeah. And then... Like something specifically like with me when I'm printing on like a, a pre-cut piece of paper or a piece of fabric, mm-hmm. like 
if I mess up that that like print, I I can't just oh just buy that that cut piece yeah, of paper yeah, yeah. again. You have to go buy cut more fabric. Yeah, come back and do the same thing. Like remember uh, specifically with this this print, mm-hmm. it like we I mean it worked out perfectly that I was able to just it, the print came out fine, but the the bottom was a little like weird. Yeah, so I can just cut around the actual print and then have yeah. it as a patch, but like. I can't even imagine if those like pattern prints went wrong. I'm yeah. so happy that they were like they went out perfectly. It's it, that's the worst is like um, embroidery is not too bad like that because it does have a give. It gives a little, and you can always kind of re. You can it, like as long as you keep it in hoop, and you have like a little part that gets messed up, you can circle back and cover it up sometimes. That's true. That's or the best. you can you know bust out a little sharpie and just black out a little <laughs> area if it's like looks bad or or whatever, right? Like. There's I've ways. I really about that, to be honest. I use that sometimes. It's a so little if you have dirty like th- trick. If you have like threads that are coming out, would you sharpie them? If I have like a black outline and there's like oh. a couple stitches of like orange thread that came up because it yeah. like was off pole compensation or something like that, I'll just hit them with a little sharpie. Oh, a couple dots of sharpie. So it just, if it was offset, it just makes the the thread that's color black, yeah. and then it'll cover. But it only works for black right yeah, i could probably get different colors you could get some crazy sharpies but they don't sell like you know I, every I, color under the sun you know yeah. what i mean i um i've noticed specifically with sharpies the black sharpie can like can cover up like a lot a of lot shit. of shit yeah. but when, when it comes to colored sharpies they're not too good they're very opaque yeah it's yeah. really weird yeah because because like the color that the tip is and when you put it down it's not that color it isn't that color. The, with black it's, it's, it's kind of like writ <laughs> it's, yeah, yeah. you never like die like die with writ and yeah. you're just like wait I thought this was this color. I, I dyed a sh- pair of shoes in freshman year. It was they were Converse, and Converse are awesome to dye with Rick because yeah, they're great. Nothing dies that you don't want to. Like the rubber stays, the graphic they stays. One hundred percent cotton, I believe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I dyed it like I was trying to dye it like I don't know, like emerald green. Yeah. And it came out like super washed, like sea foam green. Yeah, I but can it, see that. But it still looked dope. It was just like. Okay, this is the color I got. I mean, I could have re-dyed it, but I was like, oh, yeah. I, I like this. It's it, you, I think specifically the shoes, you have to dye them at least like five times yeah. too, yeah. to get like an actual solid color. I remember, um, cause like, I remember uh, dyeing my Converse, but instead of uh, like just tie-dyeing, like normal dyeing, I uh, marble dyed them. Ooh, okay. So uh, I think that's your next step. I think yeah. you need to be doing like some, some ice dyeing and then marble dyeing. I'm going to try some bleach too. Yeah, bleach, bleach is fun, dye. but make sure you uh, don't go crazy. <laughs> I've gone a little crazy. With bleach. Um, yeah, I, I. So I immediately went from tie dyeing to tub dyeing. So tub dyeing is basically the same thing. It's just it's one color that you're dyeing the yeah. entire garment instead of tie dye where you're really good. spilling stuff. Yeah, the pea color. Yeah, the, 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 <laughs> that that color right there. Yeah, um, that's that's insane. It's it it's, was spot on. It's so, um, it's number one, like the prints came out like, cause I was worried cause basically all I was using was a, a Rubbermaid bin filled with hot water, salt, soda, ash, urea, and yeah. a bunch of dye. And it actually came like, there isn't, it isn't like tie dye where there's a spot of dark and a spot of light. Like yeah. it is a hundred percent uniform. It was, it was like you bought a yellow t-shirt. Yeah. I think one of the, I think either like the soda ash or something, uh, bleached the threads oh. so the threads were yellow and then they and when they came out they were white okay that's but so it, cool but it's still like a cool contrasting yeah. and then 
that way I can tell and anybody else who ever buys from me can tell whether that's been tub dyed or not because it'll wash out yeah all that plus like color. it's just a great experience when you can like talk to a customer with such confidence that you know this is this, yeah that is that and and the other thing is like one of the problems I always run into is like I'll run these collections and and buy stuff and then a week later when everybody's ordered their stuff I go back to buy it and it's not there because they're just mm-hmm. sold out and I'm like well shit now I gotta find a replacement for that yeah. but especially when it's like a very unique color mm-hmm. and you can't find it anywhere it now with tub dyeing i'll be able to be like hey you want to do this color shirt i don't got to look anywhere else but just getting this white t-shirt that i always get yeah and it's cool i mean they're limited to 100 percent cotton if you have leftovers too it helps you yeah exactly you're not like oh wait i need to buy the oh no i know i can just dye it yeah exactly yeah such a ease that's i i never really thought about that honestly when i when you started dying i just was like thinking you were just experimenting with it yeah but i mean it, it could even extend to like cut and sew stuff where like i could yeah you know, cut and sew whole sheets of fabric exactly it could be it could be really cool because um what you can do is like some people have like a regular like print t-shirt and then yeah. the long sleeves will be tie-dyed yeah 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 and like that's just one yeah. example of it like, or like col- we could do color blocking stuff where yeah. like you know color blocking red, is so green, much fun you know yeah i remember i remember being a freshman year in art school and someone told me color blocking and i was like yeah. what are you talking about yeah and then I- just happened i was like wow I, I love it. It's one of my big uh, practices, and I did it with this jacket. Uh-huh. Like these are the pockets, are color blocking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I just love the the whole thing of it. How it's so simple. It's just like a, oh, don't don't make this colored, and <laughs> <laughs> and there you go. Yeah. Yeah. Boom. Art. So, uh, what are you working on right now? You got anything? Yeah. Let me show you some of my stuff in this in this notebook of mine. Yeah. Let's see. So, uh, you got that cool 70s, 60s, yeah. 70s yeah, pattern. I remember getting this notebook in uh, Cape May, if you know of the place. Yes. And um, specifically, like, I was like 10. Oh, and really? I, I was like, the only reason I bought it was because of this. Nice. <laughs> nice. I didn't start using it until I was like, till a year ago. Cause like, I first started with like, like, look at this. Yeah. Just like grenades <laughs> and explosions. <laughs> I was like the coolest kid just yeah. drawing stuff. And, uh, this is just like a list of stuff I had to do um, for like the order of like um, like putting together a garment. Like it says right here on bottom pocket, double stitch. Um, and there's like cuff bottom of right leg, double yeah. stitch, right side seam, stuff like that. Yeah. John guns. More, more guns. More yeah. guns. <laughs> Bad guy. Blood. Blood exclamation point. It's <laughs> great. Yeah. And, and then... I remember I started, I was like, it's like, I should just draw my garments. Yeah. Like eventually like I made like, um, there was like a very like, um, I can't remember the name of it, but it was, it was the book of hours. Uh, it was a French artist and I was really inspired by uh, this illustrator and this book. And I, uh, I got this blanket and I printed out a, um, a like I edited a design from the book of ours I ins- and like put it in made sure that it wasn't really like uh readable as like the book of ours was a different design like uh-huh. made it my own design and then I printed it out on a blanket and then I had this I made a hoodie specifically that like had like the bottom of it like the 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 waistband of it was the book of ours design oh, shit. and then the beginning like the, the the like the shoulders the sleeves everything was a very like gray grayish black tone but it wasn't like a, a con. It was like it had like a like a velvet like smoothness. Like if you feel this, it was like it's like very smooth and, and cozy. Yeah. And then 
I remember this was my favorite part about it. On the inside, it had this like teddy bear fabric. You know how like teddy bears yeah. are super like heavy and like that like winterish like fur. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was that was the inside of it. <laughs> so you'd put it on and you felt like you were wearing like a, a wool like jacket. It was just, like so comfortable. And then that was like the the beginning of just me just like starting to make stuff like just like remember this one? Do you remember making this? Yeah, yeah, for sure. This is the the one that I uh, I made. Uh, it's called the I believe it's the uh, Castle Creature Tea. This um, is the Del Toro. Yeah, stuff? the Del Toro stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then this one, uh, this jacket, um, it's in my uh, in my like bio. There's like a episode one through five of me showing exactly what I do and how I made it uh-huh. from scratch. How I I used a uh, short sleeve button up as a, a reference for like the collar the body right and then for like the short sleeves instead of just like having them short you just elongate them like make right. a line longer yeah, yeah yeah and then the best part about this one i really loved specifically you can you can't really understand this drawing but like it has two little like uh there's like two bands of this because like there's purple sleeves and these they're fleece so it's super super nice and comfortable mm-hmm. and you literally can put your arms through it there's like two little bands on the inside and the jacket just naturally hangs from your back mm. almost like it's a backpack okay and i thought that was the coolest thing ever because like you see like rappers and like anyone famous they always like they sag their jacket right. a lot and i was like imagine if you could just wear it like a backpack yeah, that'd yeah, be yeah. so cool yeah and like the straps are specifically made of fleece as i said because so like matt you know if you ever wear like a backpack with yeah, a shirt yeah. off Sure. Yeah, yeah. And it's like not comfortable. No, not at all. It's not. It's that's, always just rubbing. It's, it's like, like it's like you, loose too. Yeah. And yeah. You, like you, then you put it back on, and it's, there's like sweat on the on yeah. the straps. It's like, oh, so yeah. gross. That's why I made it fleece because fleece absorbs uh, all type of moisture super well, mm-hmm. and there's no abrasion on it. Yeah. And like that was like one of the first pivoting moments where I started making stuff. Where I was like, a lot of this matters. Like right. the fabric matters. You have to think about all the obstacles and. The things that are involved with the garment, right? And uh, th- after that, it just kind of was like starting. Just got exploited from there. So this one, I don't really know what this one was is made. I don't know what this one, this garment is. Actually, I I don't know honestly. But um, say let's say this is my satchel. Yeah. So this bag um was a part of this bag because I a lot of uh, Philly people was t- they say um this my yeah. instead of this is my yeah sure and i was like i think that like i've been living in philadelphia i can't call myself a local because i'm a part of the gentrification of sure. temple <laughs> sure and um i was like okay let's make a philly piece like something like a little close to philly and yeah. that's why i put like this my satchel this my bag right and then i made these pants that out of cotton they're super tight they um instead of like a whatever this says design on the side it said all through the back of it, it said, "These, uh, these my, uh, these my trousers or something yeah, like that." Yeah, I remember you doing them. Yeah, and, and it's like overlapping embroidered text. Yeah, overlapping. Yeah, uh, yeah, And yeah. Uh, I really like that that piece. Yeah. Um, I wish I could revisit it. I might. I don't. I don't know why. I might do revisit it because I remember specifically making it, and it was made out of like red cotton. Mm. And uh, I would definitely go back and like line it with something. Yeah. Uh, but it's super. I'm. I'm really interested in the the differing placements of your embroidery too like yeah like you had one that's um the clock the drain oh, line yeah. the clock and it's like 
It's like almost like a dolly kind of clock. Like it's like yeah. a little misshapen. It's cool because yeah. it's on the knee. So yeah. it makes it like warped. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I remember making those because um, that was my inspiration to tell you about your machine, your embroidery right. machine. Because I was using a machine just like yours, uh-huh. except it had six needles. Oh, okay. <laughs> so yeah, I yeah, was yeah. on the big boy. Yeah, so you were firing out like, oh my like six times this week. I was in yeah. love with this machine. This yeah. is like, I remember because I remember I was specifically last semester, I believe, I was doing uh, intermediate fasting, mm-hmm. and I would I wouldn't I wake up in the morning, wouldn't eat anything, go straight to school. I had eight a.m.s every single morning, Monday through Friday. Uh-huh. I wake up, stru- shoot straight to school. I had an eight a.m. to nine fifty, and I remember every single time I had a chance to go use that embroidery machine, I would <laughs> bug my teacher. She yeah. hated me. Yeah, she was because like. In the beginning, she had to sit with me the whole entire time. Yeah. And, and mind you, this is like nine o'clock in the morning. Yeah. And she just like, I'm like there like enjoying myself, having a good time. And she's just like, she's like half asleep. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, how do you use the dot PSS, PES file again? And she's like, she's like, um, so you gotta, you gotta use a SVG 1.1. And I was like, what? What is that? <laughs> yeah. And now I'm just like, I love, I love it. Like the SVG file, some illustrated over to, um, whatever program i yeah. i needed to look into your program that you say hatch is hatch incredible i'm it's so hatch is hatch is like the adobe illustrator or photoshop of embroidery yeah it's um the cool thing about hatch is that it one comes with like a lot of the stuff you need to know need to the tutorials you need to learn it but they're not like video tutorials that take 20 minutes to watch it's yeah. like very short and concise explanations of what the functions on it do. Like you, you've mm-hmm. used different embroidery software where like they'll have stupid names for things and like yeah. they'll put them in stupid places and you have like this little tiny like Microsoft 96 <laughs> word like little taskbar that's this big that's supposed to be all the shit that you use all the time. It's like, what is it doing? So this way, this works like the workspaces in um, Illustrator will like you'll have your you know, major functions on your right. You got your toolbar on the left. You got yeah. um, whatever you're working with in the middle. So it works. The flow is like Illustrator. Yeah, that's um, nice. That's really nice. But it also, uh, like, so w- the main function of it is it has this um, this plotting tool, kind of like the, the um, what's it called? The pen tool in Illustrator. You it know, has a you, similar tool. Where you, like, click the pen tool and you can click and make different lines. Yeah, like, you can make, like, a, any shape you want to yeah, make. Yeah, pretty much. Or so, a mask or a vector. Really. So, like, w- with that old PES thing, I was bringing all of my shit, like you were, from straight from Illustrator to PES because I'm not going to sit in PES and friggin' make shapes into other shapes yeah. and contort them. But with this, with this, what I do is I just bring in images. So, I'll take a picture. So, I'll design something in Illustrator. Yeah. Like, say I design the, the Keystone logo or something. Yeah, and I yeah, want to yeah. make that into a... A, uh embroidery file i'll take that put it put in a screenshot of that on hatch mm-hmm. and then trace around it and the way the oh, trace awesome. function works is the left click does straight lines yeah. and the right click does curved lines so if you hit straight line curved line straight line it'll do a perfect circle perfect oh half cir- circle that's so nice so like once you get into it you can do like a whole embroidery file in like 15 minutes wow and then just be then it exports it right to the and I see you have your gone. you have a PC down there, so I guess yep. you can export it right to your machine. Right? So so Hatch Hatch has parallels for Mac, but it's like it's another software that you need to then get it functional on a Mac. So I just yeah. like to use my I say it's shitty. It's honestly I think it's like an i seven 
PC. It's still decent. I mean, it looks like it, it probably gets the, the job yeah, done. Yeah, it gets the job done, and, and it allows me to also be like, here's my artwork, here's my embroidery, here's the machine. I have all three different, and I can keep referencing back while I'm working yeah. to get it to where I want it to go. Yeah, you know? it definitely, uh, when I when you run Parallels, and then you email it, yeah. and go back, there's so many steps. It's so many steps. I mean, I, uh, I've kind of mastered the process of it. It's like I'm very quick with it, but it's still like so yeah. difficult. Yeah. Have you used um, the software you were just talking about with uh, the brother machine? I haven't. So, so the so the other cool thing, one of the, like the, there's a bunch of really awesome functions with this, with this software, but also one that it does is it it makes EMB files, which is like the universal embroidery file. So if I, it's not PES anymore. Well, Brother only takes PES and PEC. Oh, yeah. So you ex- just like you would um, go in Illustrator and you'd save something as an AI file. Yeah. If you wanted to send that to, say, a vinyl cutter or a laser cutter, it's got to be a SVG or EPS. Yeah, SVG is like line. So just like in Illustrator where you can export that or you can make it a PNG or a JPEG or whatever, you yeah. can also in this make it PES, PEC, like to G- whatever Tajima's file is. Like there's like... 20 different files so if i ever oh, had awesome if i even ever had work come in and it was like hey we like the work you do with the embroidery but we don't but we need a million of these made or you got to send it somewhere else i can make whatever file format from that That's original awesome. one and just be i also think set. that um the the software we're using is the uh universal like the standard yeah yeah i um I see um, there's this guy, uh, Sean Eggs, on Instagram. Okay. He makes a lot of applique, but using uh, embroidery where you um, you get a, a fabric and then you embroider just the line. Right. And then you cut the fabric after it's embroidered and it's like a fill. Oh, cool. It's really awesome what he's doing. Is he on Instagram? Yeah. I'll, I'll show let's, you. Let's, Sean's got us. Yeah, yeah. Put him up, Sean Eggs. Because I, um, I got a guy I want to show you too that I think you would like. Is that how you spell Sean? Um... Let me see. I'm I'm probably butchering his name, honestly. Let me see. Instagram. Sean. Eggsy Sinbad. I don't think so. I might be I might be completely just not saying his his name right. Sean Eggs, that one. No. <laughs> maybe maybe it's not this time for shine. Okay, okay, let's go to this one. Go to um. Yeah, show yours before. Go to all my hats are dead. This guy um, is a new find. He's like in the vintage circle too, but he puts uh, dead bears and dead like logos and stuff on existing hats, found hats, all different types of shit. Like go to um, scroll down. And they're like really well done too. Uh, they're they're freaking awesome. I wonder what machine he has. Uh, this reminds me of um, you showed me some guy who did some t-shirts that without any puckering. Oh yeah, I can show you them too. That was ridiculous. Keep keep scrolling down. I want to find this one particular one it's um colorado hat yeah i love these hats i love hats with that like uh around the brim there's like a little string the, the rope oh that one's really cool the marlins one yeah that one's sick uh i love these i love these like just like they're just so cool and creative that one's really cool the texas click on the texas one. Oh wow it's freaking sick it's got the bucking bronco so he wow. added the bucking bronco and the cowboys on the left did he add the T? I that think there? the T was there originally. I, I might be wrong, but I, I think that I think he added the T because you see how the T looks like it uh, has some errors in the white. I don't know. That might be from. Or before, maybe that's, I think that's from before because I look at his other stuff. The, the Broncos yeah. they look perfect. I think he either did that on purpose to get the grungeness of it, or 
I don't know. Yeah, who knows? I mean, he's got crazy shit, so shout out him. Shout yeah, shout that's, out. That's that's the one I want to show you. The Council Rock. Yeah, the Council Rock with the with the. With so the wait, is that that's a that's the Colorado Rock? Colorado. Yeah, I was yeah. gonna say that's not Council Rock. Yeah, but we know it as Council. Rock. Yeah, the the mysterious place. Go to um Collection Twenty Six. They're really cool too. Oh, Collection Twenty Six. I think I've you heard them? them before. They're from Glasgow, I believe, in Scotland. Yeah, Collection Twenty Six, Glasgow. Yeah. There, these, this, these are the guys this, with the yeah. ridiculously unpuckering oh t-shirts. How do you do it, Glasgow? Uh, incredible backing and topping, I would guess. Do you think so? Like like uh, the um, rip-off topping? Yeah, like really good stuff. Like look at that one right there, the collection one. Like that is a, I can look at that right now. Now, <laughs> now also the trick, and I've learned this from them. Yeah. That square of orange is probably fairly loose. Like it probably, I don't know what it is exactly, but it's probably like, 0.4 millimeter or point over 0.3 millimeters so it's like about density or so yeah about? it's like a loose it's not like very dense mm -hmm. because the denser something is the more it pulls on yeah. the edges and the more it pulls on the edges the more puckering the more dis yeah you know missing so it would be what would you recommend like uh for a dense like a, uh, like what is your like we use for like the most dense things and like what do you use like for the less dense things the densest i go and i might be off with my measurements because like here's another thing i i do all of the programs from illustrator photoshop anything on muscle mm -hmm. memory yeah, so same. i know what it is <laughs> i don't necessarily read it every time i know what it is i could check the machine yeah but 0.25 millimeters is the densest I'll go, that's what I want. Like, if it's small bits that aren't going to pull over crazy areas, yeah. you want it to be that dense. So that's the, the 0.25 is for, like, T-shirts and such? I wouldn't do that on a T-shirt. Like, I like none of that basically would be 0.25, except for maybe that guy in the middle might be that. Might, I might okay. do it that So, much. like, microscopic stuff. Yeah. Like, the outside, the whole fill, because fills are really difficult to do, like, because what I said, it pulls everything. And mm -hmm. so when you try to do, like, it really looks really simple that they have this line. So this is their actual file in yeah. what's probably Hatch. So that outside line, the stroke, perfectly looks like it fits right over top of it. It's yeah. like, oh, cool. Just put it on the machine, let it rock. It'll be fine. It's not like that. The the If you don't have the right numbers dialed in, it'll mm -hmm. pull too much, and there'll be a white space between that and the stroke. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? I know exactly what you mean. Yeah. yeah. And I've had that problem That's forever. Crazy. And it's just trial. Like, I'm sure they run countless trials yeah to get things lined I up always or they're just really good it's like uh you know how you always say the first print is never the, the best yeah yeah yeah. it's the same for embroidery yeah you gotta run it with embroidery one test first and then i'll sometimes i'll i'll like maybe if i'm doing beanies i will just keep doing it over and over again on rotating oh, that's around smart. the entire beanie that's really smart and i'll fill up the whole beanie with shit that'd be cool to wear though Sean, can we do one more? Can we get uh, actually scroll down on them because they got some cool shit too. They got they got some like um their t shirts are insane. Like look at they're this. super cool. Like yeah. that um collection. Keep, keep going down. There's a there's a Charizard the moon. like Pokemon ones. That I think are really the moon cool. one is insane. The moon one's insane because of how detailed it is. But this is also what inspired me to do Justin's album. Like I yeah. saw this layer of detail and i was like this can be done yeah, it just reminds me highly of this of like the the yeah the quality specifically quality of this it's obviously none of this your inspiration from here is just the quality like that blue eyes white dragon one it's fucking sick that is crazy i wonder because you know how like when you do embroidery there's like a little like there's a little something behind it like on the, the back yeah. of the t-shirt it's like it's a little like how thick it is on the yeah. back yeah 
I wonder if there's a way you can like cover it up. So it's like yeah, because in my new I just I just did a um um what's it called commission that's the word yeah I did a commission for someone and I did a like a pocket like embroidery like it was just and there was no pocket just like where like the the pocket tee would be as right. an embroidery logo and the back of it is like it doesn't feel great on your skin obviously yeah. so I instead I I got the same material and I just patched it on what, the back what backing are you using um i'm just using like a normal like heavy duty like backing i'll send you so i get all my stuff from madeira yeah um they have a water soluble um tearaway backing that i use for so much stuff i i shouldn't use it for everything it's not you're not supposed to use the same type of backing for everything but i use it for a ton of stuff and it's cool because it rips right off it doesn't leave any excess, and when you wash it, it dissolves. Yeah. So it completely disappears, and you're just left with the back stitching. So once you wash it through once, like these shirts might not be comfortable the first go around, but they might even pre-wash them yeah. at the place to get well, it all off. The backing isn't really an issue for me. It's more along with the back stitching because the back okay. stitching, I find whenever I wear something that's like, Maybe it's just the thread I'm using or something, but like, are you doing a lot of tie-in stitches? Like, does it does it pick up, cut, pick up, cut a lot? Um, no, I'm just okay. I, I specifically with like usually like with any embroidery, like even with if it's done on like a, a nice like well done like machine, uh-huh. I feel like there's like a texture right there. Yeah, there and definitely I, is. I mean, it's not like really a big deal because when you use the right thread, it, it feels fine. But for me, like I'm just trying to like push it to the next level. There's also, um, like, if you ever, there, depending on what polo you're wearing, people at home might know, like, you can feel the polo horse, but sometimes you can't really feel it, and it's because yeah. it's it's because it's double, it's it's two layers sewn together. Yeah, it's they're hard just to think so it. thin that they don't, you don't, doesn't feel like that. Do you think that maybe they also? I'm my thought is that the polo, I, I might be wrong. They might just sew the, the patch on. Like just they might I I like looking at up close like if you if you go to uh go to, I know that they're go they, to my Instagram real quick and look at Justin's like you can tell that there's some little bit of puckering um not from what I did but from what the original yeah if you just scroll, can you zoom in on the polo horse um it's original polo horse right 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 so that's the yeah that was another horse. thing that I was like oh my god yeah. The registration. I mean, you, can't, you can't really see it in this picture. How did you register it so well? Um, what I did was I took a picture of the polo horse, traced it in hatch, and then used that oh. as a placeholder. Yeah. And then when I, I put that as like, as like the first thing to sew out would be the placeholder. Yeah, of course. So when I did the test, I sewed that, made sure it lined up. And then when I did the real one, I took that out. And what I did is I just lined it up because the when you look at the design, if you scroll out, the polo horse is the top right of the design. It's the very top right. So yeah. when you when you go on the machine, you can pick each corner and go directly to that corner. So I went to the top right corner and made sure it lined up perfectly with the top of the oh, polo stick. Oh, so you had a registration thing. Yeah, so that allowed it to then the entire way through work. And also, yeah. I, I here's another trick. If you're not sure your registration is working right, take your thread out and run the machine and it will trace around it, and you can see that yeah. whether you're on the right registration or not. That's pretty or not. smart. 
it's all little shit like that that yeah. gets you going. That I want to look up. True. I want to look up one more place because um, we talked about this one too. Arena embroidery. Oh my! Arena is fire. Uh, no, no, arena. And then this guy called. After this, look up Dudu Kaka. <laughs> okay. You are. You might be a little, <laughs> little weirded out because his name's like that. But when you see his artwork, you're gonna be like, Oh my god! So my favorite piece of theirs is the one that AI's wearing right there. The hat. Yeah, that was. Wasn't that like a specifically for like Philadelphia's? Um, yeah, that was, was for it? that was for like the a Sixers release they did. Yeah, and they did a bunch of like, They got a bunch of artists so, to like. So go back. This is the people who I got. Okay, well that's not true. They're using the same. Uh, John Deere Embroidery is the guy who I got Hatch from. He's the dude who does all those tutorials online. Yeah, but that is that's Hatch, and that is I assume a completely unique embroidery that might be based on an old cartoon or something. I think but, that's. I think that the people that worked at Arena uh, they drew it. Yeah, that. So, can we get a look at the hat? So, the, can you see the scorpion? What's awesome about yeah, that scorpion is pretty sick. It's pretty cool. <laughs> the, the what's cool about the hat is it is completely circumference of the hat is embroidered. So there's different yeah. things on each part, and then on the top is the uh, the Rocky Ring slash Sixers. Yeah. I I think American that, flag circle. I think the best part about this that hat was specifically the play, the football play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With the little lines. Yeah. I just or like, even the the flyers. Uh, the Flyers guy. Oh, the snake. The snake, super sick. Just everything. The about way it. the way it goes. Oh, and it glows in the dark. The way, <laughs> the way the way the way it goes from Phillies to the Sixers unite thing. It's a really dope hat, and Plus I don't the arena logo. So I oh do. My God, anybody Phillies. watching? I do know how they did the all around printing. I do. do. I do know how they did it. I for the longest time Can I was you do like something like that. For the longest time I was like, that's not possible with what I had. I tried it the other day. It is. It's just a little bit more. Finagling. You have to do like two, three, like like you have to like yeah. spin the hat yes. around a bunch. They, I, and I imagine that they did it too because most, the, all the ones I've seen, the embroidery hats have like a ninety degree angle. So if you're if you start in the middle. It goes 45 this way and 45 that way. So there's a 90-degree range of motion total. Yeah. So it can't go 360 and do yeah, it all at once. that'd be so cool. So it probably did – what probably happened was Phillies, then that Sixers Unite thing, then the Flyers, and they just went around and did each one. Because mm-hmm. I know they, they those were these were limited quantities too. Yeah, of course. So they didn't do a ton of them. Now, uh, I wouldn't. Now the top – the top of the hat is interesting. They must have put that on flat that is a to good do question. the stars. I'm not sure 100% how they did that because it's very tough to flatten that area. I, how much remember they had a special attachment? They could have had a special attachment. Because it's arena. Like, I remember because um, specifically my teacher knows them. Oh, really? It's crazy. Yeah. But unfortunately, due to corona and everything, I was about to like get a tour of their facility. Oh, nice. Oh, so that would have been like, so sick. I was like so excited because they, they actually responded to me. I, I, I DM them and I was like very formal response. Like, hey, um, I work for uh, specifically uh, my teacher. Oh, my God. Uh, let me come back to that. I'll remember <laughs> that another time. But I, have, cause I haven't spoken to uh, to them in like two years because yeah. of Corona. Um, Francis, Francis Beaver, uh, they are like top tier sewer. Yeah. Because um, they, uh, they make films. They make like full outfits. But... The funniest thing is they um, specifically, they don't like, they're not involved with like the fashion world as much. Yeah. It's more of like the like kind of like free roaming, like 
I do what I want to do. Right. But but they're really talented and they know everybody. They yeah. know everyone. Yeah. And they knew uh, Arena and. I hit them up. I said, hey, I know Francis. I'm a student of Francis. I would love to get a tour of your place. And they said, yeah, when this whole COVID thing's over. <laughs> and uh, we're well, still here. Well, I'm, I'm tagging along with you because I want to see it. Yeah, I, would, I, I, I don't see why not. I could, I could call you a partner. For sure. Or I could say you're a student with me. Like, I don't see why not. Scroll down. I, they Speaking of their facility, they actually scroll up. It might have been after this. They have this crazy custom, that one, that custom desk. Like They have like an embroidery desk and it's got like all these different all apparatus colors. and stuff in there. like It just makes me so happy to look at. Yeah. One day I'll, I will be doing something like this. I go through like They have the these, they're mounted. They've got all the supplies underneath. Like, I specifically such a love the, um, space. the tubes that, that wire the thread through. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it's like, number one, it looks, looks cool. It looks clean. And then number two, it probably helps with like, I don't know what it, what it helps with, but I, I know it. Keeping the whole thing clean, I think. All right, oh, look up, yeah. look up, Dudu Kaka. Yeah, you gotta see this. This is amazing. Uh, I've never, I've never seen this one. It's yeah. Kaka with like a, a K. <laughs> of course it is. Yeah, and the guy at the top. Yeah. <laughs> Dudu Kaka. Look at this shit. So all that's embroidered. Oh what? Yeah. Hand or or machine? Machine. Because I know there's another guy. There's another guy we gotta I look at he, after this. I too. think he works. Oh wait, yeah, yeah. You're, I know exactly. I, I, who don't, you're about. I don't know his name. Do you know his name? I don't remember. I can look through our DMs. I know you yeah. sent this. But um, yeah, look, look through. All yeah, this that shit stuff is, is incredible. And and it's. I, I I have a ton of fun making embroidery files. I think it's really fun because it's like a. It is. It, they're like little puzzles, and it's also like a break from like the normal like screen printing like. Yeah. I like I like specifically like doing embroidery and then Photoshop work mm-hmm. at the like as my leisure time because yeah. I can sit down I can just like look at a computer screen I'm not moving right I'm just because I feel like sewing and screen printing is like the same like you're always moving there's always yeah. like a like you're you're always doing something and I, it's great I love that I love that always movement but I, I don't need a break sometimes I don't design just to design as much as I used to like mm-hmm. when I was in high school or even at VCU like I would spend whole nights this guy don't you yeah that's peter fregerson peter fregerson <laughs> peter fregerson um but his shit that when i see his yeah. stuff pop up when i see his stuff pop up i'm legitimately like oh my god i can't believe he did that yeah same because the thing hand this dude does it by hand and How? he has Peter, these, teach me your ways so he has this style of like uh looney tunes hands and embroidery and but stuff but it's like a watercolor look to it like i think i showed you i sent you that hammer one the hammer one all of them are just insane like they have the weight and that night of of real it's, animation like he has real animated like feeling to them but they're all made out of stitches i love that how to fly yeah that's, that's really, sick that's really cool and he has this style where he doesn't show a lot well obviously because of character reasons he doesn't show like faces and stuff yeah but it's really cool because it it ends up looking like like really zoomed in basically yeah well if you go back to that first one on the how to fly um if you look at his hand like look at that the middle yeah. finger that's not like a looney tunes like hand yeah, like, yeah, that, yeah. that's like adapted and yeah maybe it's a mistake but i, I love it it's cool i love that the hammer one's my favorite i think I want to see his um, his process a lot and how he does yeah. stuff, specifically with like color, color palette, because you see that background. So that's that's eight by ten. 
That says free motion machine embroidery on. Do you lid. think that that's inches or or feet? So that is machine. Um, oh, this is that's inches. That's got to be inches. Free motion machine embroidery, but it's still free motion. Free motion, which means he's moving yeah. the fabric under it. Which, have you seen well, a ch- have you seen wait, a chain stitch that uh, that, that machine? That to me is hand embroidery. Yeah, it I is. I didn't I didn't expect him to be sitting there like that. Like yeah. to me that means hand. I think that that's more complicated than hand. Cause, yes. Because with hand, at least you have like. I'm doing this motion right well, now. And hand, you would probably go in with a Sharpie and mark where everything's going to yeah. go. Like, basically sketch the whole thing I out. I think and he then... still does the same thing. I yeah. think it's just, like, with that, it's, like, imagine if the machine, it skips a stitch yeah. or anything. There's so many, There's technical issues that you have to work with. Yeah. This, this has such a... But it has such an interesting quality to it because it's, like, that doesn't necessarily look like the harsh stitching that I would do of like a, a letter, like yeah. where it's satin and it's just like... It's also bu- bu- those bu- 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 gradients. Like yeah. Like, like the hammer. Yeah, like the hammer, the bottom of the hammer <laughs> with the dark brown to the light on top. Like, That's incredible. It And it's still it's still free motion. Like, have you ever seen a, a chain stitching machine? No. They're incredible. Yeah. Look up chain stitching. It's it's a different type of embroidery where it's it does a, a circle stitch. Okay. And then that's what Dudu Kaka is, does. He does a cer- he uses the same thing. And um you probably get a video. It's uh it's insane. Yeah, I how mean it works. One of these summers I'm going to become a seamstress. I mean, it's you just going to ha- a seamster, seamstress. I don't you know. should just you should I can just like come down and we can just make yeah. something. We got to just start just start I think the, stuff. the I think the biggest thing, the easiest thing to do is the first thing is a tote bag. Okay. Because that's that ties like all the essentials of like top stitching and uh-huh. um, just like yeah. Oh holy crap! <laughs> oh my god, I love it. That's these things are thousands of dollars. So that's that's a new machine though. That's not like a. I think that's an older machine. Okay. It's because all I don't think they make them anymore, or maybe they do. But you'd you'd want the older ones because they're like. Right, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. like they just made people better. still they like imbr- they like old sewing machines. Yeah, too. I um I've been thinking about getting an industrial the machine. This machine is very old, so like on this machine, Thanks. it's, it's very old. Moves a bit. On this machine, it doesn't do anything. Yeah, I mean that's that's my only regret about not going into fashion design as a major. Yeah, is that I would have known all of this stuff. Now I wouldn't have had the time to create. All the stuff yeah. I create, I probably wouldn't be on this podcast right now. That's the thing. I the thing is, I don't think that anyone needs to go into fashion design to be a fashion designer. Let low. It seems it seems like a, uh, it seems like an old thing now. Yeah, I think that the big thing is you need a mentor, more than a, a degree. Yeah, I mean with uh, or friends that can help you. <laughs> we mentioned this on the last episode, so I want to get a clear up on the story. Can you look up the Virgil Abloh, um. What? Did, how did Kanye find Virgil Abloh? Because I I said that he was he like threw parties beforehand. He threw like Virgil did. Yeah, he threw like because he, he was a DJ, so he threw like parties, um, while working on designs at a Chicago print shop. Okay, so he was already working with print stuff beforehand. in Chicago. In Chicago, right? That's, wait, is he from Chicago? Virgil is yes. That's interesting. Yeah. See, I had the story quite wrong. I remember, um, go to his wiki real quick. This story reminds me of something else, but I'm not, I'm not too sure what it was. Uh, Hold on. Let's go to trained architect. Uh, 
Rise of Providence. Dotsy Retail Store. Hold on, go up. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't. Maybe I'm. Maybe I'm misremembering. Maybe this is somebody else that I'm thinking of. But um, Dotsy. Yeah, I mean, I, I I see what you are saying about the mentorship. Like, yeah. And that's something that I'm trying to promote as well. Like, we had the best mentor in Doan because mm-hmm. he let us. He had the best mentor for the time, right? Because Doan allowed us to do whatever the hell we wanted. Yeah. He allowed everybody to do whatever the hell they wanted, but. The fact that we got to do what we wanted meant that we were able to do shit. Yeah. So. It was kind of like, uh, you can do what you want, but I'll give you the tools. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, yeah. And he would always, it would always be like, if you ask, we can do it. Like, mm-hmm. you, you gotta like, be there to be like, hey, I want to do this thing, don't. He'd be yeah. like, okay, let's. You gotta let's show initiative. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that too. I remember the first day I was prescribed my ADHD medication. Yeah. I uh I was I was taking Vivans and I I uh, I went in and I printed I no I I burnt uh washed out and printed the design all in, in the same day, yeah. hour class. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> we had we had it so lucky too cuz we had that double period. So we were there. I was there for like oh, half yeah. I was there for like half the day. That was amazing. It was like, it was incredible. It was like three hours almost. Dude, the time when, when that bell rang, I was so sad. Yeah. So sad. Yeah. Oh my God. And I had to go sit in like English class and just to think about what I had just been yeah. doing for the last I remember hour and a half. After Doan's class, I had math. I had algebra two. Uh-huh. And I remember the walk to algebra two, going through that like hallway that, that uh, you can get to the men's and the women's uh, locker room from. Yeah. Just walk through the hallway. It's like depressing. <laughs> <laughs> well, sh- shout out Doan. If Doan wants to be on the podcast, I would yeah, love to have Doan, you on, Doan. Doan needs to come on the you're, podcast. You're out there somewhere. Because imagine how great that would be if it was like me, you, Doan, and Adam Barlin. Yeah. That'd, that'd, be, be, that'd be a great podcast. Great, like, that'd be so great. And it'd be even better if we all just kind of like came here and there wasn't like any like pre-talk. We just started just talking, start talking. Yeah, catching up. Because that's like such a like a, a very genuine, like very genuine thing. Yeah. I haven't, ta- yeah. I haven't seen or talked to Doan since for four or five years. Yeah, same, same. Yeah. And But I also know that if I were to, he would, it would pick up yeah. right where I left off. Yeah. But getting to, getting into that idea, like um, I think one of the problems with, higher education is that it's compulsory and we all feel like we need to go to college whether you're the best student at school whether you're the best artist whether you're the worst artist everybody is told you should go to college yeah you need to get a degree but what that means is that people aren't don't need to show initiative like just like all those kids that were in our class they would just hang on because it was a free easy grade Mm -hmm. but the ones who showed initiative got things really accomplished. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So he would show us the way, the path. Right. And I think that's how it should be. Like for the people who want to put the work in, for who who want to try to do crazy things, they should be they should need to put up that like, okay, well, I'm serious. Like I'm serious. Yeah. I really want to do this. I really want to work. Let's do it. Kind of thing. Where with college, we get to graduate from high school and then just go on this four years of like nothing doing nothing yeah pretending to be interested in your classes partying on the yeah. nights which is the best part but that's yeah that's what you look for that's what to. you're that's what that's you're the that's what most people are there for yeah that yeah i remember my first year of college i was like i'm so excited to go out and yeah, party yeah. 
And now, uh, I mean, at least like a year or a half into it, I was like kind of like discovering printmaking and stuff. Yeah. And I realized, wait, if I don't go out and party and work on this, I'm going to get some great stuff yeah. going. I have, I have <laughs> so much more like, and, and that's like, it's great to go out. Like everybody loves going out, but it's also cool to have your own shit that like the next day after when you wake up, you can go do fun shit. Yeah. Even if it's by yourself, like yeah. to be able to do fun shit also, by yourself is kind of useful. <laughs> eventually this thing will turn into, Hey, I want to do this over party. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you'll like be like, like we're here right now on a Friday night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm enjoying this more than I, I, <laughs> I, like I. I remember I um I went to a party last weekend for like ten minutes, and I was like, number one, too many people, COVID. Number two, <laughs> I don't like you. Number two, number three, I want to go home and work <laughs> on my project. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's 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 really true. And like, I I don't know. I. Maybe I'm in the minority of people who think that it's worthless, but from the people who have spoken up to me about liking the idea, it seems like other people are keying into the fact that we maybe need to find a better way. And and I think it's especially about arts in general. Like the classroom setting doesn't really make sense for art. Yeah, no, it's kind of communism. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like, but it's also, it's even like this, like, um, like this soft version of communism where it's like yeah, super no, nobody can get told anything that yeah. is possibly to hurt their ego in any way. Yeah. Like, and there are, there are, cause I went to VCU as one of them. There are schools that are still legit critique schools that like, yeah, will tear you down. But That's even, but even VCU, I was told was softened yeah. from what it was couple 20 years before i think that it's just kind of like the the art world and the artists out here especially with the pc culture that we're living in yeah um it's kind of makes it like very weird when you because like even if i'll tell someone something about their art like oh i don't like this they're gonna feel a certain way about it yeah no matter what i think that's just the pc culture like yeah integrating into our systems like it's been like it's that Instagram look like there's no yeah. bad in the world. Like you, there's everything is like, right. You get it done right. quickly. It's instant gratification throwing throughout everyone's veins. It's like, yeah, just like, like I can name so many things that are wrong with society right now, but like, what are we doing to fix them? Right. Exactly. Yeah. And I mean, that's, that's why I want to, you know, open this space up to interns and yeah, you're doing a great and service and I'm not yet. I need, still need I people mean, to sign on, but it's, it's still, it's still, like today, if I if I didn't have like True. you as a friend to like come and like just do like some minimal printing, True. like I would have been so screwed. Yeah, I would have been in my basement trying to figure out how to <laughs> how to do a one color screen print. Right. Yeah. I I I hope we can continue to get things going like that. Um, yeah. Same. And is there anything else you want to promote while you're here? You got anything? Um. Get off your chest. I uh, I'm gonna have a spring collection coming out soon. Cool. Uh, it's gonna be obviously when uh, spring is coming around. Yeah. Uh, a lot of uh, bags, a lot of t-shirts, a lot of shorts, very like comfortable, cozy weather uh, nice. stuff. But specifically with this collection, it's gonna be like collaborations between like friends. Uh, I might even want to like do some work with you. Yeah, about it because um, I want to call the uh, the collection friendship. Cool. Because I want it to be like every single piece. Yeah. is a uh, collaboration yeah because i feel like a lot of this stuff has becoming started like friendship type of thing like yeah i feel like 
this artwork and the fact that we're able to like communicate through our art is like a whole like uh it just opens so many worlds yeah like i remember you know like you'd, you'd be back in college and you'd like be with your friends you're like what do you want to do and you just like sit around and you play video games or something right instead like i'll be now with my friends and we'll be like what's the next piece you want to do like collaborate yeah, yeah, on yeah. or like something like that like i feel like this art world has like opened myself up for not just like new artists that I've met, but like just like to like talk to you and stuff. Like, right. imagine if I ne- if I just stopped like doing graphic design and yeah. stuff, and I just never did screen printing after like college. I yeah. probably wouldn't be here right now. Yeah, it it and the art the art part of it pushes you so far out of your comfort zone to do shit too. Yeah. Like, like it it just like you you. Cause you get what happens is you get something in your head and you think like oh, I got gotta gotta make that happen gotta make that happen and then you keep running to these roadblocks where it's like yeah but you can't make it happen unless you do this mm-hmm. or unless you do this unless you stay up all night doing this you're not gonna get it done or yeah. unless you work around the clock outside of your job or whatever school you're not gonna get it done so like it pushes yeah. you out of your comfort zone and then you find yourself out of your comfort zone so much that you're comfortable with it and you try to find new things that, yeah. that's like what I was saying jumping from new ideas to new modes and stuff yeah no i totally agree um yeah i, I specifically want to like do some uh like work i want to have like a collaboration with you uh-huh. um i have a collaboration with uh uh justin keller he's a, a cool. an artist from um like uh, out in like the suburban area of philadelphia okay and then eggs uh my partner and then there's this guy in broward county florida named Shadowband 24k okay um he does a lot of like grunge uh grunge text and like nice. uh, stuff like that and i i, I think that group of like five artists is perfect yeah like i'm always talking to you i think it's a great time to put something out like that too because i mean we're coming off of the least collaborative year of humans ever yeah like we're we're all separated so much 2020 has been a year yeah it's it's, not been a bad year it's not been a good year it's been a year dude it if I, i mean i can't sit here and be like 2020 was bad for me it was probably good for most parts of my life my yeah. business my being able to put more time and effort into it like i talked to you about that early in the vi- the virus i was like man this shit sucks and it's gonna be super bad for the entire world but yeah. i also have a ton of time to do shit like yeah i feel you know like I, I can't just let that go and be like plus you're able to like to rearrange your whole like uh your whole like setup downstairs yeah, yeah. i feel like that was like a cause of covid of just like yeah having time on your hands and like this is not the setup I like. I'm going to change it. Yeah. Let me alter it and make it better. Yeah. And it's, it's lovely down there. Thank now. you. I love the, I love the, like the whole setup is like really nice, especially with your embroidery machine. Yeah. And I'm trying to still fit it out with some, some special bits. I got, um, we got a new process coming to after Christmas, if everything comes in. So you guys watch out for that. This will be um, awesome. Thanks for being on. Thank you for having me. Um, we will definitely be collaborating on something. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to shout out anybody else who knows me and Ethan and would like to be on the podcast, especially Adam and Doan. Adam yes. and Doan are out there. You guys want to do a podcast I know for the Adam, next year. Adam would definitely be down if, yeah. he's not, if he's in town and not in Boston. Yeah. I'd love to have you guys on because it'd be a great conversation. I haven't seen Adam in like <laughs> four or five years. I haven't seen Adam in a while either. Yeah. Um. So I want to thank everybody for watching. Uh, as always, you can find us on YouTube or anywhere else podcasts are found. Uh, make sure to subscribe, like, ring the bell. Uh, we will see you next time. Um, I usually give a teaser the next episode. The next episode is going to be a special end of the year wrap up. If my schedule 
remembrance is correct. <laughs> so we'll see. Um, I'll see you guys then. Thanks. Thank, thank you. Thank you. All right. Bye. Bye. Thank you.